Hello, Lisa. Oh, so loud. Hello, hello. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about uh, the one down position. What is that? Well, it kind of sounds like something that has to do with sex, but it isn't. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with um, power uh, in a relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the one down position is the most powerful position. Okay. So do you know what that is? I, I don't have an idea. Well, you do it really well. Huh? Yeah. I have a power? <laughs> you have a lot of power. You probably have the most power in a relationship. Uh, will you explain it to me? Yeah. The one down position is the person that walks away. That they need it, whatever it is, less than the other person. So you mean this one down, there's two down, three down, two? No, there's like one down and one up. The oh. one up is trying to gain control. And the one down walks away from the control. So I'm the one down. Yeah. Why? I don't like the down. I want the up. Oh, I'll explain. So when we first got married, <clears throat> you remember, how long ago was that? 18 years and a half. 18 years. Wow, really? Yeah. So when we got married 18 years ago, so my um, my family are a very argumentative family. They love to argue. My family, where I come from. So when we got married and we had to decide something, we had to come to an agreement, I would try to argue with you and I would say my point then you would say your point, and then I would say my point again, and then I would wait for you to say your point again, and you would be like, no, why would I do that? I already said it. I already told you what um, I was going to say. If you're not going to listen, that's your fault. So I had no, I had no power over that. Like right then, you weren't going to argue back, and... There was no way for me to just continue the argument. Oh, because I just say, okay. Yeah. You took the one down position, the position of power. You were like, uh, I already said my piece. I'm not going to continue this conversation. Mm. Because the conversation wasn't going anywhere. It was going back and forth. I wanted to say my point, which you would say your point. Then I would say my point again. It wasn't like we were trying to figure anything out. There wasn't any new knowledge being created mm -hmm. or new decisions being thought of. It was simply I wanted to go back and forth and say the same point over and over again. And you were like, no, that's stupid. Only you didn't say that. You were just like, sorry, I said what I wanted to say. And that's it. Uh -huh. Now you got to think about it. Yeah. We both got to think about it. Yeah. So you were very powerful. You mean you're wearing the skirt and I'm wearing the pants. I'm just kidding. I guess you could say that. And that's what they said in the Philippines, though. Because you had the position of power. You just simply walked away from the argument and said, okay, that's what I was going to say. Now you need to consider it. Oh. Yeah. It's hard to understand English. Mm. Very hard. Yeah. 
especially deep English, like yeah. down, up. Yeah. Just kidding. Because I like up, up. I don't like down, down. Oh, another position of power um, is the power of, uh, in the power of walking away, is that you told me that if I ever hurt you, that we were done. Yep. You would definitely leave the marriage. Yep. And that's powerful because if I'm trying to assert control over you and I'm trying to use aggression to get you to do what I want, and all of a sudden you just say, I'm sorry, I'm walking away from the relationship. I don't, I'm not going to be treated that way. Suddenly I lose all my ability to control you. Mm. It's gone. Because what I remember what my dad said, dad, Mm. He said that um, don't treat your wife. What is that called in English? Wag mo sa sakatan yung asawa mo kasi asawa mo yan. Kailangan mo siyang mahalin. If to love her, she's a lady. Cause my dad said she's a woman that will take care of you. And your wife that will cook for you, iron your clothes, take care of your kids, and she will do everything around the house. But if you treat her like that, you she will leave you. And how are you going to get another one like her? You yeah. will get the K-A-R-M-A. Karma. Your karma. It come and get you, huh? Yeah. But some women, though, uh, um hit their husband also. That's true. Some Just women same, try to take that one-up position yeah, of same control. Thing. But it do, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because if the guy leaves, well, so, yep, she has nothing left. If you, find an, if you try to find another one like him, you can't find another one like him anymore. Because you lost it. You lost that man that loves you or a woman that loves you and treats you nice. I know. People only put up with so much for so, so long. So now I like down, down. Now you like down, down, huh? Oh. The position of power. So um, what's a neutral position? A neutral position is where neither people have power. It would look like this. It would look like the couple starting to argue. And when things start to go nowhere, maybe start to get heated a little bit, the couple says, hey... We should stop, take a break, and I'll meet up with you again in 20 minutes. And then after 20 minutes, they sit and they talk it out when the things are calm. Yeah. What doesn't work is when one person says, oh, I'm going to take a break, but doesn't give a time when they're going to meet back. Because when they don't say, hey, I'm going to meet back in 20 minutes or an hour, then the other person, the one that wants to continue the conversation, they just sit there and fester. They're like, oh, this will never get solved. We never solve anything. And they stay mad. And then when the person that was taking a break comes back, they're all calm. But the other one that was festering is mad, and then it starts all over again. So they have to like say, hey, I'm going to leave for a minute, but I'm going to come back. And that helps out. Mm. What were you going to say? Sorry, interrupted you. No. How about if she or she... She or he is not coming back. Yeah, that won't work, right? Huh? Like, you got to, like, take a break and say, hey, this is when I'm coming back. So the other person 
can know they can relax too because the conversation will still continue. It will get resolved. It will just yeah, get resolved when they're calm. For, for that 20 minutes, uh, he or she went walking and then cleared her mind or his mind. He come back and I said, oh, I'm fine now. Yeah, got to go clear your mind, right? No reason to go take a break and then think about how much you hate the other person or how mad you are. That won't do any good. Hey, do you know that anger doesn't solve anything? Oh, yeah. That is absolutely true. So one of the best ways to stay in like a neutral position or one's not up and one's on the bottom is for when arguments happen um, for the or when it starts to escalate for the couple to say, hey, let's take a break and calm down for a minute. Well, what works is when they say, let's take a break and meet up again in 20 minutes or let's take a break and meet up again in an hour. That way the other person knows that they're going to come back and solve it. What doesn't work is when one person takes a break but doesn't tell the other person that they intend to come back and solve it because then oh, you the mean other one just left. Yeah, just leaves. Mm -hmm. Oh, leaves left. Yeah, because then the other person's left sitting there ruminating, thinking about how they're never going to solve it. The other person just left. Are they leaving them? Are they? Is the marriage on the fritz? You know? They don't know they're going to come back and talk about it in a minute. Oh, so his anger or her anger will all be like, oh, he's leaving me. She's, yes. She's leaving me. She just, and she doesn't say anything. Oh, I know now why you say that. Yeah. But if they say, hey, I'm going to leave, I'm going to cool off, I'm going to go for a walk, and then they come back, then then they'll know I'm gonna. he's going to come back and we're going to continue it so they can go ahead and relax. That way, when they meet again, everything will go smooth. Yeah, because she knows or he knows that is um, waiting. Mm hmm Yeah. And he can relax or he, she can relax too. Yeah. And then when they are talking, how arguments usually go. I think, oh, go in, 20, I think in 20 minutes, uh, all your arguments is gone. What do you mean by that? Because in 20 minutes, you'll be waiting for 20 minutes and you do something like you, while you're waiting for that man or woman or your wife or husband, you do something around the house and it's all gone and you turn on the music and the thinking, the argument will be all gone. It's just like, because you relax. Yeah. It'll be like, he comes home and she comes home and like, what are we talking about? Yep. No more problems, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, if the, 20 minutes is long. Yeah, because oftentimes problems aren't really about anything big. Yeah. They're often stuff that doesn't even need to be solved. Mm. Now, sometimes when they do need to solve one, and it doesn't just disappear because it really is something that's important, a good way to do it, to talk about it, is to brainstorm. <laughs> Brainstorming my brain. Okay. Yeah. So what that means is, so what usually happens is in an argument is one person says their point, then another person says their point, and then they just repeat the same point back and forth in different manners. But for brainstorming, you come up with a whole bunch of different solutions, different possibilities, and then you decide together which possibility 
It's not repeating them. Yeah, it's not repeating the same words in in louder tones. Or simply compromising, taking parts of um, both. I have a question because um, what I can see in all the women in the Philippines, they want to be, uh, is it down or up? They just yell at their husband loud. Yeah, some people believe that if they can yell really loud or if they say a mean enough word, then their spouse will we'll give be, up uh-huh, and, and they'll get to do and, what they want. Yeah, but um, to me, though. <laughs> to you, though, what? To me, though, I can't do it. It's just like, oh, maybe I was born like that. I, I was growing up. I never uh, um, talk louder. I just bow my head and say yes. Yeah. Do it like you that. always take the most powerful position because if you want to get your way by being mad all the time, then you have to stay mad and stay controlling, and the other person has to comply. The moment the one person isn't complying, the moment they walk away, they've lost. The the angry person has lost mm. all their power. It's just to me, if I try to yell, I pass out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I pass out. Like maybe I'm not used to it. So you're lucky that you have me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm lucky. You know, one of the reasons why people, another reason why they get mad and they yell and stuff is because they have a lot of anxiety. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. And they believe, and they get stuck in their head that if their spouse would take out the laundry, treat them differently, be kinder to them, do something different, then their anxiety would just go away. And because they get stuck on the only possible way to get rid of their anxiety is their spouse changing, they really put a lot of pressure on their spouse. But in reality, there's lots and lots of different ways to get rid of anxiety. And where do you get anxiety anyway? Why people have anxiety? Is that anxiety is anger? I don't understand that anxiety anyway. Maybe because I don't have it. Yeah, you don't really have it. <laughs> and so when, when your body feels out of sorts, feels really uh, awful inside, kind of like of a lightning storm inside of you. Oh, you just get mad easy. Um, you doesn't have to result in getting mad. You can just feel anxious without getting mad. But a lot of people, when they do feel anxious, they focus on... What well, they want. They what? focus on their spouse and... They assume that their spouse is the cause of their anxiety. But it wasn't. It's them. It's oftentimes, every time we focus on a problem, we're going to feel anxious. Sometimes our body's not working well, and it's just feeling off, feeling anxious. Um, We're not doing well, not taking care of ourselves physically, and so our body feels Is there a medicine for that, or is there a vegetable that you can eat? Or something like nutritious food that you can eat so your anxiety won't come out? Yeah, the more we take care of our body through exercise and eating right and getting enough sleep, 
the better we feel and the um, less anxious we so become. So, yeah, because, you know, if you don't have enough to sleep, uh, one doctor in the Philippines says you have to have eight hours every day to sleep so your mind can work um, perfectly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you control your anxiety? You solve the problem. And how do you solve the problem? Well, you don't tell other people what to do because you don't have control over them. And you're going to spend a long... If you're trying to solve your anxiety by controlling somebody else, it's going to take you a long time because oh. people don't like to be controlled. So you have to control yourself. Yeah, and you have to look for your own solutions. So if you're feeling anxious because you don't feel connected to your spouse or you feel lonely then you got to figure out a way to be more connected. And if your spouse isn't responding... What would you do? Well, you have to figure out how to love, even though somebody doesn't love you back, like Jesus did. Mm. So it's possible. Um, Jesus did it right. Gandhi did it. Mother Teresa did it. Last <laughs> people did it. It is possible. Um, and... If you're feeling awful inside, you're feeling overwhelmed, and your spouse isn't helping with chores, well, you can spend years and years and years trying to get your spouse to help with chores, mm -hmm. or you can figure out a way to make yourself less overwhelmed, and it's going to be faster if you work on yourself. Yeah. Well, if, she, if he doesn't want to do it, just do it yourself. And then when he saw you do that, maybe he has pity on you and said, oh, darling, honey, baby, I'll do it. You know, because you're always doing it for, you know, for us. Yeah, that's a good way. Just don't ask. And if you ask, maybe with that anxiety of yours, don't yell. Just ask, honey, please, can you help me, please? Oh, maybe you have to say please and thank you then. Yeah, you, you want to keep need... a neutral or a one-down position. Yeah. Because that's so, a position of power. So Yelling yeah. is not a position of so power. So if you want control, then you have to use your manners. Absolutely. So the spouse, your behalf, is that you call it behalf or whole? What is that called? Husband, wife? Or they say the better half. Oh, yeah. No. The, be <laughs> the better behalf, better half. And they will listen. But if you shout or you use your anger, you use your power, it won't work because no. nobody wants to be con controlled. Nobody wants to love somebody that's, that's yelling you, at them, yeah, especially if you yell at them and say, I want you to love me more. And that's then not in happening. the morning, how are you going to wake up in the morning and you see your husband or your wife waking up and oh, there he goes again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe if he has your manners, and they will listen, or just do it yourself. You know, I don't know, cause I don't have my and I don't have anxiety. If if you don't wanna do it, I just do it by myself. I'm a big girl, I know how to do it, but I don't blame them if they have anxiety. This just them. They just need to help themselves. It's just hard, you know. Yeah, life is hard no matter how you yeah. see All right. Well, thanks for covering this topic for me. And Are uh, we done? We're done. Well, I want more. Man, we'll do more next time. Next week. 
Oh, that's a long time to wait. Okay, good morning. And goodbye.